Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Hey, wait. How are you? Not bad. We're, we're missing somebody. What's? Isn't there supposed to be another oh, voice yeah. here? Shot. Yeah. There's. They're supposed to be. Yeah. There's. There's. They're supposed to be. Um. He's off serving Sean, the man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's out. He's out traveling for work on a Sunday, which is atrocious. Mm. So. But yeah. But we said we we figured we would take the opportunity um to uh focus on Sean's. Least favorite subject huh. and do do a Disney show always away. So, oh, we've certainly had enough Disney news coming out lately. We had that recent yeah. I mean, we call also could have been doing this. There's been some stuff popping. Yeah, um, it's it's been we could have done a Disney show every day pretty much the last couple of weeks, but um, it has been a while. So, um, one thing I'll get off. Like, so the 50th anniversary is over. Um. We're on to the hundredth uh, celebration. I was going to say the anniversaries you know, never end. The banners just change. They never end. They just they just change colors. That's it. You put up so, new banners, new merch, and you roll on. There you go. Now everything's shiny gray instead of shiny blue. But um, so the 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 fiftieth was supposed to be a big deal. Obviously, you know there was some things that happened to possibly take a little bit of the shine off it. But as someone who has tra- traveled multiple times during the fiftieth. What were your overall impressions of the uh, of the celebration? Honestly, um, I caught it early, um, almost like in its infancy. There, it really. I'm a little desensitized to all these celebrations because it tends to seem more like a merch play than it does an actual celebration of the park. And this goes back to when we stumbled on one of these at Disneyland by accident, and it was really just crowds of people trying to get whatever they deemed was going to be valuable. And then it was dolls. Like there were certain, um, the animator dolls, they did a special one for the Disneyland anniversary, things like that. Um, and you see now when you're going on to like the Disney store, you probably got the emails too. All your mm-hmm. 50th Starbucks cups and this and that. All of a sudden everything's 40 and 50% off because they vastly overproduced or overestimated what, <laughs> how many people would want to spend $50 on a, Sippy cup, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of, it was cool seeing all the statues of the characters. They dressed it up. They dressed up the park a little bit. I mean, Harley goes, every time she goes, she has to take a picture of Stitch coming out of the wall, you know? that's. She sent it to me when they were down there this past weekend or two weekends ago. The high five shot of her jumping up to hit Stitch. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to think of, Anything else that really was a draw for me? You had pulled a lot of the, yeah. Like it's not like you had the electrical parade in your back pocket. To like, hey, we're going all nostalgia here. You know those kind of things where we're going to bring you all the way back to day one, what we were doing then. It was really more some signage and merch than anything else. What was your take? Um, about the same. So th- they did do an excellent job dressing the park up, like you said. Mm-hmm. I really did like the statues. Yeah. Um. The merch I was not a fan of. Um, the iridescent stuff doesn't do it for me, even like on the men's stuff, because it was still iridescent. The fabric was very stiff. Nothing was overly comfortable. Yeah, there was nothing that jumped out like, ooh, I have to get no. that T-shirt or anything. No, like I was re- I was expecting like a really nice, like oh, it's the 50th. There's going to be this awesome like partner statue or something like nothing like that. Um, 
the uh, the food offerings did not do anything for me. There was really yeah. no like special food item that was like blew my socks off. Uh, and then of course you know the the bigger problem was the fact that it's you know and this w- I'm not saying whose fault it was but one of the one of the bobs hmm. um, decided to uh, hold back Tron during the 50th and that uh, that I firmly believe that was on purpose. They could have had that thing up and running a year ago, no problem. It's looked like it's been done for two. I mean, as you walk, yeah, it's ridiculous to the point where yeah. you were getting cracks. You were getting cracks in the walls and the foundation and everything because it had sat there so long. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, word is the ride's um, unbelievable. Ex- I've heard it's amazing. My wife and daughter I went on wait. four times last weekend. They were joining the queue and then paying to go each day. They park hop just to go back and do it two more times the next well, day. That's how you do it. It's yeah, they crushed it. Um, absolutely love the mean, ride. I mean, th- I think. I think you and me need to go down for a weekend then and and, and, and get it I in. I can't wait to go to Steaks in Toronto. I mean the they the reviews that I'm getting, it's by far and Harley, she's a huge Guardians fan. She said it's not even close. And she loves yeah. Guardians, but so I'm very curious to see what this thing's like. Yeah, like I like I mean Guardians obviously opened during the fiftieth and that was neat. Um but that I think wasn't really a 50th celebration item because everything else they promised never happened. They really, it's just the whole thing was this. It was, it was kind of a dud. Well, it was kind of well, a let dud. Me ask and you, it's you mentioned funny be- you mentioned yeah. the food, right? Yeah. How much do you think, like, there's only so many options you can come up with, right? And when they're doing food and wine essentially year round now, those booths don't come down. Yep. You have special offerings all over that park all of the time. Do you think that impacts? Yeah. What option, like, can you really blow somebody's socks off when you're throwing special items at them constantly? Maybe, but you could like you could have brought like there's a lot of stuff that they used to have at the parks that they you know they could have brought back. Hmm. You know, like the uh, like the taco cones and stuff like that. They just I you don't couldn't know, like, bust me some Kiko Man burgers. Just, well, they had they had the teriyaki burgers no. back. They didn't use Kinkaman's Terry sauce. Hmm. They used a, a local okay. Florida brand. It was a delicious burger. It's a very good burger. Uh, but yeah, I, I just everything just seemed like. Something with like shiny blue frosting on it. That's all. It was just it was. Yeah. I don't know. It was underwhelming. I would have liked to have Tron. I would have liked to see more like special. Like I'm like you know I'm, you're rubbing off on me. I'm becoming a huge fan of the after hours events. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see a lot more after hours events. You know, it's like and special fiftieth fireworks go to like two in the morning or whatever. But they're really, honestly, just ramping those back up now. I mean, it's in the last like nine months or so. That they started dribbing yeah. like little dribs and drabs, and now you're starting to see more regular scheduling there. But yeah, and that's what I'm all about now. Like honestly, I think I told you last time I went down, I was like, "Yeah, I don't need to go during the day anymore. I'm done. I'll wait till the sun goes and down. E- Give me night passes." And even that. So they did a moonlight magic when they were down there for Mother's Day weekend, um, but they're keeping the parks open later now. So the studios used to close yep. at eight, so you would have a run from eight until one. Now it's a ten to one type thing. They're trying to line up yeah. the close times, except for obviously Animal Kingdom. That's always going to close earlier. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the moon, the Moonlight Magics. If you're a DVC uh, uh, direct DVC member, are they are still great. Um, it's just it's so the thing that cracks me up about those is we went to one too, and it's like, like did you seriously drive out to the parks and show up just to stand in line for like free popcorn? Like go do something. Well, and now Heather was telling me that they gave out tickets for snacks. So they got yep. three snack tickets where you get like fries or popcorn or stuff like that. Yep. It's not the ice creams yep. are still all free. 
Oh, yeah. Like yeah. back in the day, it was eat as much ice cream, drink as much soda, get popcorn at every stand that you want, just go nuts. Yep. And now they're limiting some yeah, of I it. Know, um, yeah, I know like when we were in Epcot for our last, our last one, you could go to like the American Pavilion mm-hmm. and give me your ticket. They'd give, you, they'd give you a giant bowl of mac and cheese or something. Nice. Very cool. So like fries or something like that or yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it's like I said, the, 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 I mean, it's over in it with now. I mean, I kind of like, uh, was it Harmonious grew on me? Did they just take um, that down though? Are they redoing it? They just they just ripped it apart. <laughs> yeah, my kid's crushed. She loved it. She used to watch it every night. She'd be standing on the boat dock watching Harmonious. Yeah, no, it was a cool show. Yeah, the, uh, the magic, the Magic Kingdom fireworks. I thought sucked. They were so lame. Oh, there just there wasn't enough. Like I want. I, I honestly, I mean, it's probably stupid me for thinking the way it's going to be what I want. But mm. I wanted a lot more like classic Disney stuff. Like like I you know you could have brought out like you know. Robin Hood and all these like old characters and a lot more like old timey music and it's just everything was still like when they're doing the fiftieth and you're walking through and they just keep playing like the same Frozen song over and over again. It's like come on, like seriously. Yeah, it would have been cool if they had made a move to give it a look and feel like it was back when it opened. You know, throw a few characters yeah. on Main Street. Just have some of them just wandering around. Even if you do have the three bodyguards walking with them everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just give it a shot. Um yeah, it seemed like or more mean, like of the you same. You could have leaned into it. Like, I mean, you got the pull. You could have leaned into like you know, like Coca Cola and got like retro packaging or something. You know, you could have done oh, yeah. like, things like that. Yeah, that's all. It's just I, I, I wanted more. I thought it was gonna be a little more special. But like you said, they they do one of these every eighteen months now. So I guess it is just rinse repeat. It starts a few months early, runs through the year, and then it's gonna go a few months beyond. Um, yeah. So we're gonna have this hundredth until sometime next year. And this will roll on at least through mid year next year. Yeah, another thing I could care less about. Like, we're going to Disneyland in a in a month, and I'm like, oh, maybe there's some, like, some special tours. Or, there's nothing. No. There's they're, nothing. They're really not. Your after-hour ticketed events now cost, in a lot of cases, more than a day pass. Yeah. I mean, if you look at what you're getting for Halloween tickets or the Christmas parties now, or forget yeah, it. It's brutal. It is. It's ridiculous. We saw yeah, one that it's, um, 189 I think, was the highest price we saw as you got closer to Halloween this year. That's and brutal. now Halloween starts the beginning of August and rolls yeah, through November. Much. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's um I mean it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting because you know, especially in Florida, down the street, they're not uh letting up. <laughs> so Yeah. They, uh, you know, you have a I mean, basically now more than ever like, you know, we've talked about Iger wants to make his stamp. He's got to get a fifth gate going. They need it he, more than he ever He needs now. something to shake it up because there's not only so much you can use. Like one ride's not going to do it. Ratatouille didn't bring in that many people. That's the one thing we got during the anniversary, right? Was that the very beginning of the anniversary? That was it. It, it opened on anniversary yeah. day. So, and that was and a one and done with, for me. It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's like cute. the one thing I'm that Ratatouille did for me was it gave me that the crepe place. It gave you a crepe, crepe stand. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. It gave you the, the crepe, crepe place. The crepe stand is awesome. Yeah, I love crepes. Um, but yeah, no, it's just I don't. I just it. I don't know. It's just it, they. They definitely maybe it's because we go so often. But they, they do need something. They need to get something going because it is even like me who's like diehard like mouse fan. It's getting a little redundant. Well, I can tell you, and this is you know how hard Harley goes into this stuff. She texted me yeah. when she was down there and said, "This is." She's like, "I don't see any reason why we're here for more than a long weekend, ever again." She's like, "We don't need to do weeks anymore." Pop in, do the couple that you want, and get the hell out. 
Yeah, I mean, I would still do weeks, but like as far as like going to the parks, I'm not going every day. No, and at that point, why? I mean, hanging around the pool, wandering around the same shops at downtown, well, or you know, it's I can yeah, kind of well, see where she's at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I'll use points and go down to Vero or Hilton Head or something, go yeah. play golf or something. Go like do that, something you know? else. Exactly. Use them in different ways. Yeah, yeah. So as um you know as the as you know we just talked about they need to make some big changes. Uh, they did announce one massive massive change this week, um, and that is uh, they are giving up on the Star Wars Star Cruiser Hotel. Yeah, closing down in September. September twenty eighth is the last stay. Yep. Um. So as well, so you were lucky enough to do it. Mm-hmm. I was not able to do it. I would never be able to do it now. <laughs> um. As a Star Wars guy, that really sucks. But um, what? So you you you're better at numbers and business sense and adult thinking. Why do you? What do you think's the underlying thing about the Star Wars hotel? Um, I think the I think it's a couple of things. Um, it's a shorter experience. Um, the interesting part: Disney fans or even Star Wars fans. So that I, I don't think it's so much Star Wars fans. Because Star Wars fans will pay incredible amounts of money to go to Celebration. Like, we know people that went over to the UK for a week. On top of what they spent on tickets, on top of everything else. Which makes what you'd spend at the Star Cruiser look like a pittance, right? It was just the two of you. So I don't think it's that. Um, If you could have expanded the stay a little bit longer, I think that would have helped. It was probably, honestly... It was probably a little too high concept for your Disney World going folks. You know what I'm saying? It's um, we kind of said it when we were in there. Like the experience was amazing. The rank and file that go to Disney would never spend the money on it. It's just not it. Or yeah. you need, um, you know, you need your dual income one kid kind of people to do the three-day add-on before doing a Disney trip or something like that to check the box on the experience more so than anything else. Like, we used points. So the reason we did it is because we were just coming off the pandemic and they had rolled that entire year of points that none of us got to use. So now it's like, okay, I got this giant pool and, oh, you got to use them by January. Well, that's not going to happen. Got to book something. So we burned points on, basically took a good chunk of a year's points. Said, screw it. We're going down anyways. We'll use it for that and check the box um it's the immersive experience is very cool but you're the majority of your disney fans want to go hit the same beats every time they go down they go down with their same snack list they want to do the same rides and do the oh my god we got to be at fireworks by eight o'clock so we can get our spot and the whole thing i mean it's disney for most of the fans is about repetition it really is. They go back to that's their escape to go back to that same experience they had the last time and they're hunting for that feeling, right? This was something entirely new. It's kind of, I view it a lot like some of those backstage tours and everything like that. Like it's a high price point. You pull people that go to Disney, a good chunk of those people don't even know that exists. Like that's so foreign to them that you could do any of this behind the scenes stuff where it's about it's a fancy amusement park, you know? You're going for that Disney immersive experience. The So I get it. It's trying to do what they do. And you could see when you were in that hotel, you could see where all the money went. Like it was pristine. 
the way they did the whole thing, the setup, right down from the rooms, the whole thing. It was unbelievable. But yeah, it's it was going to be a hard sell to get people to go. Coming off yeah. the pandemic didn't help. You needed to be able to hype that and do like your slow rollouts and get people, you know, you had some of your influencers and everything be able to go in, but it's like by the time it all opened up again, your influencers went in what, February, March? And it's like end of March, okay, let's go. They didn't even have yeah. time to build buzz on it, how they normally yeah. would have, you know? And the other thing, too, I think heard it, um, and I, D- Disney keeps, I, to me, that they, they keep making this mistake over and over again since they, they purchased Star Wars. They have this weird delusion that their characters that they created matter more than the classic characters. Mm. And it's like you had no no resemblance of anything classic Star Wars in that hotel from what I saw. Oh, no. You had Chewie. You had R2. You had Daisy was one of theirs. You brought in some. Yeah. But no, it was. They're trying to expand. They're trying to expand the universe and extend the story. Um, I mean, yeah. these guys, they use their publishing imprint. They had a separate comic book around this thing. Those other books that yeah. were published around the Halcyon. And yeah, I mean, they were trying yeah. to give you the back history saying, oh, you like all that stuff you read. And then the cartoons we spun off of that here, we'll do it again. And it didn't, yeah. didn't play as much. Yeah. What do you think they, what do you think they lost on this whole thing? Um, That's a great There's no question. way they broke even, right? There's no, no they, they didn't break even, but they'll write, it'll end up being a tax write-off in some like costs. And from what I've read, it looks like they're not just going to tear the place down. They'll do smaller experiences. Think of it like Star Wars Camp, go in for like an afternoon experience. So treat it more like a behind-the-scenes tour. DJ and his family can go in and spend five hours on a Star Wars adventure Yeah, inside. So you can... You can tweak those rooms and stuff. I mean, the biggest thing, and they probably already wrote this off, um, is all of those rooms were custom. The way they did the bunk beds, the way they did like TV screens and be- yeah. all of it, the viewports, the whole thing was yeah. very much custom. So there was a huge amount of um, a huge amount of capital spending there that yeah. you're just not going to get back. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why you can't just keep the hotel, charge less money, and then put like a signature. Like, I, you know, I said on mm-hmm. online, I was like, make it like a Victoria and Alberts, but your waiters are Twi'leks. There's so many things. Like, I'll pay to sleep there and have dinner and just, you know, as long as I have che- Chewie's walking around, there's a droid rolling around here and there. Exclusive they, store. I mean, you can keep the ball rolling without the emergency. You can easily do it, and you can easily still have the shuttle from Galaxy's Edge that takes you there. As you, if you do it yeah. as a part of an experience from there or something. I mean, there's ways to still utilize that that doesn't involve having a staff that's going to do a whole immersive three-day story, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, even bundle with like, hey, you know, when you stay at the um, at a Halcyon room, you know, you get um, first crack at like dining times in the in the restaurant. And then um, with your park reservation for Hollywood Studios, you get like a guaranteed rise in cantina spot or something it like that. It is right behind the studios. I mean, it's a short shuttle yeah. run to get to that door to yeah. right, go right into um, Galaxy's Edge. So there's ways they can use it. It's still a brand new asset. Um, it's just yeah. you were looking at you had two nights. The first one, you weren't checking in until the middle of the afternoon. So you go through dinner and part of the story building and all of that. 
Um, you have one full day where a chunk of it's spent in Galaxy's Edge, and then you're out the next day. So it's really a two-night yeah. experience that was costing families, if you were going at peak time, five grand. You got to be a pretty big Star Wars yeah. fan. Now, the ironic thing about it is the people that will say that's too much for the immersive experience are also the same ones that will go and drop three grand at a Comic-Con to get autographs and stuff like that that spends an afternoon 500 for this and 200 and then put whatever they got on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? It's I feel attacked. Yeah, it's not you, but you know the type of people I'm talking about. It's it's all in where yeah. they're ascribing value. It was a real yeah. it was a cool experience. It was a cool enough experience that when they announced it was closing, I asked Harley I'm like, "Are there any bookings available for September?" It's like, "No, it's shut down until they move everybody because they were booking out until December." Yeah. To see. Yeah, I um I'm not going to lie, I might actually look. I it's, might take a peek. As long as they don't as long as they don't peel back the Disney gift card discount, I might I might I even talked to April. I'm like, hey, she's like, go just look because Yeah. It you know. It was worth it's it was cool enough that me who doesn't do any of that shit dressed up as part of the experience. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, um so yeah. we'll see. I think that asset will continue to get utilized. Like there's too much of an investment there and they're not slowing down on the Star Wars. So you could revolve the characters there as they drop new movies. They drop new shows. It's there's nothing to say that you don't bring in a Mandalorian spin. It's how they do some of the droid Ooh. stuff. You could easily have Grogu yeah. above the room and coming in one of those. I mean, you there's ways you could do yep. that. Pretty damn easy. Yeah, I never thought about them, like because you know everyone kind of jumps the gun. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna rip it down, like, but it no makes no hell. sense to. They're gonna Why? keep it going. It just. It just won't be the, the like you said, it won't be the three-day cruise anymore, basically. Why not? I mean, rather than rip it down, why not just make it a hotel you can book? You're not doing the three-day yeah, exactly. thing. You, in a, in a, you just have a Star Wars-themed hotel yeah. now. I'll stay there for a week. There's there's ways you can why do not? it, and people would pay more points just to stay in those themed rooms. Look what yeah. people pay for, like, an like aerial said, I suite think, or this. Or, I mean, come on. it's yeah. Yeah, and I said, I mean, and I, I, you know, I would pay the money for like if there's like a nice high end dining experience with like themed and like, you know, like droid waiters or whatever. You know, you could you can put an R two unit with a tray with drinks on it. Bring my drink, my my gin and tonic over. You could still have the same dining room that you had in there with the entertainment and all that that was part of it. It's just Mm -hmm. a dining room. It doesn't. You don't have to do all the themed foods or everything. You can. There's other ways to do it. So yeah, I, take I think the story out of it. I think they'll use it. Um, I think it. They were probably a little ahead of the curve on where they were. If you didn't have the pandemic, like they think about how many years they before the pandemic they announced that there was supposed to be yeah. one on each coast. They would have built one in yeah, Anaheim. Was, yeah, they before they you know, they closed the Rainforest Cafe or whatever it was. Yeah, Rainforest Rain Cafe. Um, one of the nicest AMC movie theaters I've ever seen. Like that's where I saw the original Ant Man yeah. when we were out there on vacation one time. Um, they shut it all down, and then Anaheim gave them the middle finger. So yeah, probably saved them some money in the long haul. But you know, it's uh yeah, we'll see. It's it's too bad. I I, I hope the whole thing doesn't you know uh, kind of uh, you know make them gun shy about creating new and crazy things you know i don't want them to get into like the off the rack kind of business with all this rides and stuff like they need because some of the stuff even like you can even say like you know uh like ratatouille what i mean it's it's disney imagineering is very disney but it's still it's kind of like it's they just copied something that they already made before somewhere else you know like i 
They really yep. do need to, especially like when they're charging 200 bucks a day, like things do need to spruce up a little bit. Yeah, you can't be dropping one new ride every few years and hope it is going to be enough every to pull. five or six years. No, not when Universal has, you know, what looks like a gorgeous park. Um, I, everyone I know who's done Mario says the place is really cool. The Mario Kart ride's awesome. You know, and Universal's opening, like, you know, it, a permanent Halloween spot I think in Vegas and everything. We've and, talked a little bit about that, though. I think it's two different markets. Because the people, no, that, the is, people but, that are going to Disney don't care about thrill rides. Like, if I was to do one ride, I'm going back to Islands of Adventure. Like all the rides at Universal. Raptor. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I don't... Tron's going to be amazing. I can't see how it's going to possibly beat that Velociraptor ride. That coaster was Oh, insane. yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. But even so, like, it, I'm just saying, like, you know, the, the days where, you know, you get these, uh, like, you know, very... Uh, you know, like the the stories and the immersion, all that stuff, and like the little videos beforehand with like Gary Sinise and everything. They haven't been doing a lot of that stuff lately. It's no. been kind of just kind of. No, we're just cranking out plain Jane live action versions of all of our animated stuff for characters that you know, we don't yeah. own. Nope. Yeah, that no one cares about. That's no, and now, I mean, that was one of the two big things that got announced this week. But the other one actually mm-hmm. affects friends and acquaintances of ours. Oh, yes, yes. I was going to ask you, um, I don't so, know if you've talked to them, but... Uh, not about this in particular. I reached out during... Uh, another thing we haven't talked about, Disney did a massive cut of uh, round of layoffs mm. on both on both coasts, so I was checking in on that to make Just sure... Just to make sure you know, she was okay, was... yeah. Yeah, um, but it seems like most of that was in like the Disney Plus kind of area and stuff, because Disney Plus is just hemorrhaging money. Yeah, the subscribers, it's... It's the usual streaming model, right? We're going to spend a ton of money yeah. to acquire subscribers. And then, oh, wait, mm-hmm. we don't make any more money when we give you Mandalorian season two or three, but they cost more each time we do it. Yeah. And no, and no one really likes season and no one really likes season three. The I, overall reviews on season three buddy, were piss poor. I paused halfway through when everything got crazy in my life. I haven't gone back to finish it yet. I still don't know what the fuck happened. I never watched Andor. Yeah. I still got to catch up on that. Like these. Okay, that 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 was good. And I Andor like that character. But like, I, I, that's yeah. that comes from a world that I really enjoyed in terms of new Star Wars that you brought to me. Um, but yeah, the hook in it just isn't as strong as it once was. And I don't know if it's just me. And yeah, in particular, it seems like you're saying it wasn't just my reaction to that either. No, I think there's a little bit of fatigue. Um, and just like I said, like Mandalorian season three, it's more about Bo-Katan than the freaking Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like, you know, <laughs> they have the, um, that, uh, what's their big show for the fall? Echo, the Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Who in the F ever asked for an Echo TV show? No. No one. I'm happy for David no Mack. One. You know, one of his characters gets on TV, but yeah. yeah. But no, no one wanted that. I mean, you're doing Echo stuff, but we don't have the X-Men yet. It just, it's. It's, it's ridiculous. Feige's following his little blueprint as to how this was going to get mapped out and the pieces he needs yeah. to leave more breadcrumbs for the next phase, right? Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to change something because it ain't working because Ant-Man lost a ton of money. I don't think the Marvels is going to make more than like 30 bucks. That looks horrible. Yeah, You say you 30 know, bucks. That'll that'll translate into 300 million, 400 well, million. You know what I, you know yeah. what I mean. But yeah, if it makes 300 million worldwide, that's a massive flop that's ant-man that's what did he at 382 i mean it's 
Yeah, that movie's, there's, that movie's so bad. There's some fatigue there around some of the stuff. It's, yeah. I still haven't, I mean, we've talked about Guardians. We've made the choice to sit at home and watch, like, broadcast. She, Harley actually chose a Lakers-Nuggets game over going to see Guardians the other night, which tells you something. And she loves Guardians. Wow. But it's like, yeah, we're two weeks away. This thing's going to drop on streaming by the time we get back from vacation or something, so... Oh, yeah. I know, like, Universal put Mario out, like, super fast. Mm-hmm. It was genius. It, it, you know, that that was genius because they put it in the theater. It, everyone wanted to go see it. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Nintendo guy. I know you're not. Yeah. But it was great. We went and saw it. It made a billion dollars. And they put it up on Apple, not because they had to, but because they know you have a $25 rent option button on yep. it. And every little kid who went to South Theater is going to go, they're going to turn the TV on because no one has actual cable boxes anymore. And it's going to go, Mario. And they're going to go, Mommy, Daddy, Mario, 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 until you shut them up and buy Mario again. Yeah. Genius. No. Excellent. Excellent. No. I Remember when Disney used to be able to do that with their stuff? It's been a long time. Um, There was talk of it right at the beginning of the pandemic. Like Black Widow was your one thing. Hey, we're going to 30 bucks. Yeah. Watch the movie. What's crazy is, I mean, I'm still seeing showtimes for Mario out there, but these movies mm-hmm. just aren't staying in the theaters though. Look at all these big name movies that two weeks and it's gone. And next thing you know, so Renfield was on streaming a month after it dropped. Yeah. But that one, I mean, it's, that, that what's one that just got swallowed up. There's too many, too many big fish around it. It's, I mean, air that's. I'm curious to see what kind of drop offs you had. I saw the week over week for Guardians. Um, I'll be interested to see because you got a bunch of big names. We already know what Fast and the Furious is going to do. They every movie in that they make all their money in weekend one. Yeah, all the gearheads go. They watch yeah. it in the first weekend, and then that thing drops off. Like the Steel Book. Yeah, was I was going on to Best Buy to order John Wick today because that comes out like the middle of next month on the Steel Book. Yeah, and Fast X was the next thing. If you like this, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's clearly they don't have the date yet, but that's going to be by the 4th of July. I'm going to be able to have a steel book of that if I want, you know, it's nuts. There you go. It's crazy. Yeah. Wick will be two and a half months after release. It was the end of March and it's like the yeah. second week of June. Your steel book comes out. It's insane. No, there's, you don't have the tail. And when you go, unless you're going to one of these big theaters, like the showcases you go to, like even AMC in Framingham is starting to look a little barren. Forget going to like, yeah. you go to a Regal or something. I go to the one by us because it's convenient, but it's also because I can have an entire movie theater to myself <laughs> to watch. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I can treat it like watching a movie at home and fuck around on my phone. And if somebody's with me, I can chit chat. Yeah. And um, I don't understand how they're going to keep some of these places open. It's yeah, hard. definitely not. But what were we talking about? Oh, we, we were talking about, oh, we were talking about like Disney Plus. So yes. basically, the big news was that, um, as we go very very frequently we go off we go off rails yeah here. exactly so um back when um other bob was in charge they announced that they were going to relocate all of the creative staff from california and basically force them all to move to florida and they were going to build what they were calling the lake nona um mm-hmm. development community uh with all the offices for like imagineering and stuff like that and animation uh, that has just been canceled. A billion dollar plus um, development project. Yes. Uh, so obviously that's, you know, I don't know the exact reason. Some people say it's because, well, they're not going to sink that kind of money into the state because Ford is being a dink. Or it's just because, I mean, 
it's it's just it's weird. But I think the damage was already done. They they had a whole bunch of people early retire. Um, there was a whole lot of bad will with the employees. We know people that bought uh, already bought a house in Florida for the move. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, you know what you're gonna do, but and I guess there's like. You know, they said they're gonna uh, pay to real people back, but I, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, the few hundred people that me, have already gone. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it's a mess. I don't understand how it. It's entirely due know, to the crazy. DeSantis thing. Entirely due. Um, and now California will give them tax breaks to you know take care yeah. of it. Well, because California's being a, a schmuck too. Like California's being horrible too they, with all their stuff. It's um. They're not. There was going to be two thousand new jobs created on top of everybody that were moving in, at an average of like a buck twenty, buck twenty five a person. I mean, those are high salaries. Um, Yeah. No income tax in Florida, but what it's they're losing out on a lot of the business tax that they would see because they could ascribe so much of the revenue. That it's long, boring accounting stuff. But Disney was going to pay a boatload more taxes, bringing all those people into the state. There was some tax breaks on the development piece of it, and but it's it seems like it's entirely coming from DeSantis. The original reasons why they wanted to move yeah. are still valid, but they're just yeah. they're refusing to give Florida any more money at this point. Yeah, which sucks. My my kid's kind of crushed about it. She's not happy. She's like, "Oh, cool, they're gonna move to Florida. I can go apply for a job in Florida." Yeah. Now they're. Uh, it's almost at a point where if they could move those damn parks. And go to a different state. Yeah. It's at that level. The only thing they have going yeah. for them is that loyal fan base that's going to keep going back that they can honestly wait out somebody like DeSantis. Yeah. They can pay and for the Warriors. They can also, and, yeah. They can never, they can also never one, one swap that plot of land in another state probably for the price they got it for. No, there's, there's a lot of states that would be very happy to take them. Um, oh, just the sales tax. Exact, just the no, amount of tourism, uh, yeah, airline taxes, the whole thing, hotel taxes, yeah. all of it. Um, it's yeah, it still doesn't look like, based off of everything I'm reading, that DeSantis has a chance in hell of overturning any of that stuff. They're gonna try. Oh no, they're just they're just it's just a slap fight. It's all Disney's it lawyers are way better, and if DeSantis knew what he was doing, he would have seen the giant loophole that he left open. Like, yeah, we're gonna put in a yeah. new board. They'll come in in a few months. Oh, well, we'll just wait for you. It's, we're good. Yeah, just come and tell us yeah. what you want us to do. Do you think because of all, you know, because we, you know, we talked a little earlier today, we've talked about a lot, you know, and everyone has about how you need a fifth gate at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Do you see a scenario where they could possibly, instead of a fifth gate, they could open a third U.S. park in a different state and start building out a different state? Um, They could. The question is, where are you going to put it? I mean, the logical place would be Texas. Texas. Um, but you run into a lot of the same politics there that you do in Florida. Um, yeah. I mean, they definitely need a fifth park. I would, if I honestly, if I was them, I would go back and revisit those villains park the I plans that they had, and yeah. try to make it more of a thrill park. Not everybody has to go. Yeah. But try to yep. mirror it off of more of the universal experience. Give roller coasters and thrill rides and not Yeah. I have a soft spot in my heart for things like Toad and all of those things, but you're checking the box because you need to ride them, not because, ooh, I wonder what this is gonna be like. I'm gonna get jerked around on a track for five minutes and then they're gonna dump me back out. You know, it's Yeah. 
Five minutes, and five minutes is uh, being gracious. You it's need, like it's more like ninety seconds. Yeah, but. you're waiting forty five minutes to, you know, go around a couple of hairpin turns and see plywood doors open and then pop out. Yeah. Um, no, Universal. That's the one thing they're upping the game when it comes to the rides themselves. They treat this yeah. more like a Six Flags or something. They they want your bigger thrill rides, um, where yeah. Disney is playing on. Uh, as you can see with all the anniversaries that constantly happen, they're playing on the nostalgia. They're pulling on the heartstrings that you came and saw it when you were a kid. And now you want to show your kid and they're counting on that cycle continuing. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, um, I think it would help. You do something. I think it would help. Honestly. Yeah. The village park or, you know, obviously, you know, I think for like, and I, I, I've read some stuff that they, like, I know California, Universal is closing their Simpsons area because I think Disney finally went, yeah, we're not going to give you back the Simpsons. Yeah, that's as like a just try to strong arm the you know the Marvel stuff back. But well, and that's that's a good point that you just you brought need up Avengers there. Campus. So think about it. You've been to Universal recently. I just went again with my brother when yep. uh well that's probably about a year and a half ago when we we went. But there are giant parts of Universal, especially in California, that are tired. Mario is going to be new and shiny. And look awesome down yeah. the bottom of the you know third set of escalators down those hills. Um, yeah, it's 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 rough. But there's other pieces of it that it's like, yeah, it looks like it's you know Six Flags Plus. It has that same kind of yeah. Simpsons part was definitely one of them. There's some of those rides. Yeah. I mean, like it's like ooh yeah, the sections of this they just need to shut down. Like everybody busts on Disney that wait it's not open for how many weeks, but the rides always look yeah. fantastic. You know, there's some yeah. of those. It's like, yeah, you need to, you need to be closing down and redoing. Like the Dr. Seuss land, we were out there on Christmas time. That was awesome. The courtyard with, but right beyond it on either side, it's like, oh, you just wheeled out a mystery machine and left it there. And that's an attraction. It's a van. You yeah. mean. It's, you got to do a little bit more on some of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Especially like, you know, it's funny, you know, you know, cause like, we we always say like you know well, California has Cars Land and it's vastly better than Toy Story Land because Toy Story Land does suck even though I'm a Toy Story guy. Toy Story Land's horrible. This there's I, nowhere to eat. I like Slinky no Dog. Shade. I'll have to see what the barbecue place is like, but the rest of the I rides, like Slinky Dog at night. I don't like it during the day. It's, it's um lame during the day. Toy Story Mania, like that kind of jumped the shark for me a while back. Um, yeah, but then like you see, um, was it? I think it's in Paris. They just built that. Uh, was it Paris? Yeah, they just built that Frozen Land. Yeah, and it is gorgeous. I'm curious gorgeous. to see what it looks like over there. I'm dying to check that box. Yeah, and they have an Avengers Campus, and it's like, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I know the we were talking about, you know, the Marvel movie stuff kind of fading out, but you still have the Marvel characters. Like you can, you need to build a Marvel park and go like classic comic. Don't yeah. worry about the live action crap. Yep, yeah. um, Marvel Campus was. It was fun. Um, I wish they had done a little bit more with it. Yeah. It's um the Spider Man ride was very cool. I will give you that. But they're trying to tie it into like Guardians is your gateway into. It was really an excuse yeah, for a couple more just... stores and a restaurant. The restaurant was yeah, cool. Exactly. Um yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, it's a... I don't know. I you have all those characters, you could leverage them. That's probably your bigger thing if you could find a way to get those characters back from Universal yeah. to pull those from islands because they're not really utilizing them yeah. well. Actually, I 
probably think Universal is probably hurting them more than helping at this point. They haven't done yeah, anything to add to that it. land. You know? No. It's, you want to talk about tired. That Spider-Man it's, is right at Universal. It's is, tired. It's decrepit. I The Hulk like, coaster was still never fun, but it looks like they haven't given it a coat of paint in. It's like, um, it's very much yeah. like Six Flags when, you know, they'll let Superman yeah. go to the point where like, oh, we got to paint it anyways. We'll rebrand it Bizarro for a few years. Now it's, exactly. It's, and that's honestly like all their Marvel stuff is. It, it basically is a Six Flags. Like none, none of that stuff is unique enough where you can't just slap a coat of paint on it and call it something else besides the Spider-Man ride. It's all of my favorite rides at Universal Florida, even on the movie studio side of it, were the coasters they added. Like even Universal yeah. cracked that code like, all right, like maybe Mummy and Twister and those things aren't going to do it anymore. Here, we'll give you a double loop coaster. Why? Well, because you need another ride. Not because it's tied into anything exactly, movie yeah. related or... I mean, they did a great job with the yeah. Harry Potter stuff. I'll give them that. They did a fabulous job with that. Um, and it's really those thrill experiences. But yeah, it's... I think I really, I do. Going back to our original point, I think they're catering to two different audiences yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And forget the fish even people. Like with the, it, SeaWorld's essentially done. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But even like, like you say, especially like, I, I mean, I like the rides, obviously, but I'm so content now with just like, oh, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to go sit on a bench and eat by churro and just kind of like people watching stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, that's why I say, it's not like a villain's park, which is give me like some nice, nice ambiance I can go visit for the day. It's all, I don't need the double loops and stuff like that. Yeah. Sorry, I have a visitor that needed a code that came to my phone because I'm the master account here. Oh, no problem. That's why you see hand going Hello, off Harley. screen. Yep. <laughs> so. But um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. But yeah, so the 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 fiftieth was uh, nothing special, and the Star Cruiser was a huge bust. Mm. And it's sad. Yeah, unfortunately. It's sad. Man. Yeah. When's um when's do you have a do you have anything on the books for a trip? Um we have a tentative one for November. But that was it. Okay. Yeah. Just a tentative yeah. one. I have um that um Veterans Day maybe we'll be going down, but the big one is the trip overseas. So we're doing Paris in June. Oh that's right. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I got um you know, I, I got Disneyland in July with the kid and um then, like I said, I don't. Maybe I can sneak in a Star Wars hotel. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll try. Yeah. But if not, I'll, I'll go next year. Unless you yeah. want to go down for a weekend and just do like steaks and whiskey and Tron. <laughs> I'm, I'm always game for that. Let's see. Uh, let's see where my uh, job hunt takes me. <laughs> we got some interviews this yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. We'll you got that coming too. We'll see how the scheduling goes there. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome. Okay, so to close out, so anyone who listens to the show knows we normally do um, the top three list. It's something we do on both the standard show and the Disney show. Um, but, you know, we're uh, 150-something episodes in now between the two shows. So we're going to try to freshen up a little bit. Uh, so we're going to try We're going to still do top three, but we're going to do it more like a, like a fantasy draft kind of thing. So basically, uh, we're going to, instead of going three to one, we're going to go one to three. And uh, we can't reuse answers. So if Chris says Die Hard or whatever or Mickey Mouse, I can't say Die Hard or Mickey Mouse. Just, okay. to, just to you know, we're gonna and we're gonna and we're gonna debut and, and test run this on the Disney show. So uh, today's today's uh, top three fan man fantasy draft. Um, you're building a park in a new state. 
what are your three hotels you're bringing with you to the new to the new Disney property? Um, my, f- I think my first one I'd be bringing is the Polynesian. The entire okay. entire thing. Um, main draw being the overwater hut. I I think those yeah. those rooms, the overwater there. Same idea with the cabins at Copper Creek. Like that exclusive. You're not going to be able to do it all the time, but it's going to be a draw for that one in a lifetime kind of experience yeah. thing. Um, and the overall yeah. vibe of the Polynesian just evokes old Disney. You know, one of your OGs. Yeah. You know, I, I love. I love Polly. I mean, I, I love Ohana, even though I haven't been in a while. Um, I love Trader Sam's. I love just like the, especially like the DVC rooms at the Polly, the studios mm-hmm. I adore. So yeah, no, but that's, um, ah, that's a good pull. That's definitely, that puts me in a, in a bad spot. Okay. Okay. So my first overall pick, I'm picking the Wilderness Lodge. I like it. Uh, for many reasons, kind of like the Polly. I just, I like the vibe. I love sitting in that lobby. Um, I just love all like the, you know, the, the rock work and the, you know, the wood pillars and everything like that. Uh, the cabins, like you just said, are, are excellent. The boat launch. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and especially like, I've seen the, the Copper Creek side and just the rooms are they're gorgeous. They are. So yeah, it's just, that's, that's my favorite vibe. Like that kind of mountain lodgy kind of vibe. Excellent. Excellent. Um, my second one is very much in the same vein, the Grand Californian. Ooh. I just love that. I think about that one. Yeah. And it's very much that same mountain lodge kind of vibe for a lot of the same reasons. So you could really go one yeah. or the other. But um, lots of open, airy, high ceilings, your giant wood pillars. Um, they have, it's another one of those setups where they have larger rooms, especially on the DVC side. These rooms are more like your, your DVC one bedrooms, more like um, an animal kingdom. Like just massive open areas where a lot of times you spend all your time in the park and you're feeling so constricted and closed in that mm-hmm. you kind of like that when you get back to the room to have a little space to stretch out at night, you know? So yeah, I'd yeah. go to the Grand Californian. Nice. Okay, this one might be a little bit of a curveball. My number two, I'm picking the boardwalk. Oh, you just killed off um, my three, so. <laughs> ah, yeah, I'm making it work. All I right. um, s- Something about... You know, the, uh, I mean, the boardwalk itself is great. You get the little store with the bakery in it. And then you got an ice cream place, pizza slice window, mm-hmm. big, big one. You got a couple bars. You got the piano bar. You got Abracadabra bar. Um, but the, the biggest thing with that is, it's, especially like when you're just like hanging out, the especially the DVC rooms, if you get a pool view room at the boardwalk, the view is just spectacular. Yeah. And you can walk to Epcot, um, which, which makes it awesome too. And you can sit there and watch the, oh. We need another code. Nope. You find her? Oh, can't find it. We have a missing cat. So. Oh, okay. I'm, sh- I'm sure yeah. she's around somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, just the, the board, all the, uh, you know, my vibes are usually tied to like, you know, food and beverage and stuff like that. And the boardwalk just hits. I know. I really like the boardwalk. That's a great pull. Um, for my third, I'm going to go a little off script here and not go so much with a theme play- theme resort as... Just a higher end resort. Try to pull in those adults that are coming in for a weekend, but might want finer dining, something like that. I'd go with the Riviera. A lot of those people are used ah, to okay. your normal hotel room type setup. You don't necessarily want characters thrown in your face all of the time. It's more subdued, not, hey, look, there's a giant Disney store, just like at, you know, 
the airport or something like that, or you went through your local mall. Yeah. Um, have a nicer Italian restaurant upstairs, the whole feel. So yeah, I try to, if I'm just doing the three to start on a new park, give one more traditional type hotel option as opposed to your themed resort. Yeah. Uh, the first time I saw Riviera, my, my initial thought was, I think we talked about not dizzy enough. And you said, that's a good thing. And now that yeah. I've thought about it over the years, it, it, it is a good thing. It's hard to the fill places. that. You can't get reservations there. It's tough if no. you don't own points there. So, yeah. And th- they have, um, excellent food mm. and beverage program there too. Yeah, so. No question. Okay, what's my number three? Um, yeah, because you... T- uh, uh, that's a good question. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Animal Kingdom. There you go. Uh, you know, much what we talked about. The thing about Animal Kingdom, like, it's super duper quiet, man. It's so nice and quiet. But again, going back to the things I like to do when I'm at the hotel is, I think Animal Kingdom has the best food out of all the hotels, you can eat like the yeah. you can eat like a king at Animal Kingdom, man. They got some Sanaa great options. Chico and mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. Even like the quick, even the quick service place there is excellent. When they do like the stew bowls and stuff, yeah. And the bar, the 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 pool bar there is awesome too. Those elephant mud yep. the elephant slides, the mud slides. Oh, it's a it's a good drink. Very cool, excellent pool. Cool. Okay, not bad. So first ever <laughs> fancy style top three. We both uh, hit a speed bump, which was nice. So Chris had Riviera, the Grand Californian, in the Poly, and I had Animal Kingdom, the Boardwalk, and my number one was Fort Wilderness. Very Wait, nice. Fort Wilderness Lodge. Which I don't. Which well, yeah. Which yeah. I, you I don't, don't. You don't want. That's nothing to me. You don't want to go camping. Although they're about to be DVC cabins, they're taking them all away from the public and they're making them DVC. So my parents tried to take me there one time. I left and went and stayed in the Contemporary with my uncle, who also refused to camp. Goes way <laughs> back. I think I was like six or seven. So, I've always been yeah, like I, that. I don't camp. I, I don't camp either. I'm a snob. I do courtyards. Okay. Oh, there you go. True. <laughs> God, Jesus. Uh, well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at fmn37. Please like and subscribe, and uh, don't forget we do the normal show too, not just the Disney show. Um, and uh, give us a subscribe on you know YouTube, Podcoin, uh, Apple, wherever you see our name. Just hit the little button because um, we like to feel special. Oh, you just actually got me a little choked up there. We that never so get sweet. to feel special because yeah. no, no one cares. But it, 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 one day, my one daughter day does nice. once in a while. So, so. excellent. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, uh, guys. Have a good night, everybody. See ya.